to hot dogs, apple pie and haggis with Joe and the Scott. Enjoy and tell your friends. got a lot on the table today so uh lots of pieces of material to discuss i just want i just came over one here you know how trump is always um debasing women about how they look right it's how he rolls right well matt's gate matt gates has joined in and in the run-up to the 2016 presidential election of course trump faced allegations of sexual misconduct everywhere from many women, especially the one on the airplane, which was, don't remember don't her remember. name. but E.G. E. E. No. Carroll's um, case is coming up. That's on the table. Yeah, but she was molested in a dressing room, allegedly, wherever. She right? was. Uh, That's where it was, right? Raped in a, in a dressing room. Right. Not that I don't agree with it. I just have to say allegedly. Was that thunder? That was thunder. Oh my goodness, we're having a uh, we're having a <laughs> an unusual rainstorm in southern Utah right now. So we just had thunder. So you might hear uh, might hear some thunder in the background. But Scott's really upset. She's not up outside right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love watching <laughs> thunderstorms. Anyway, back to the story. And and Trump uh, made the claim that when you looked at. That horrible woman last night, Trump said, in an apparent reference to the accuser's appearance. You said, I don't think so. I don't think so. Can you imagine me being with a woman like that? Um, and then he had similar comments a few years later about E. Jean Carroll, whose courses, or court case is still coming up. She's not my type. It sounded as if Trump didn't consider Carol attractive enough to attack. Uh, and then, let's see, Representative Matt Gates over the weekend, his statement is, unattractive women who look like a thumb. He must be talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Or Trump's dick. Ooh. Thumb. Unattractive, quote, Unattractive women who look like a thumb shouldn't complain about losing abortion rights because they're the least likely to get pregnant. Oh, he's just a disgusting piece of Representative slime. Matt Gates, Florida. And he's got his 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 cases. What well, whatever happened to them? We have to look into that. I quote: Have you watched these pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies? Gates asked. Asked. At uh, Turning Point. This is at Turning Point USA. We're going to be with Turning Point USA throughout this show. Why is it that women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? See, Republicans can't get past the concept that even if what he said were true, they're fighting for other people's rights as well. Exactly. Right. The Florida Republican added, nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. 
he's just a despicable, nasty person. Welcome to the GOP. Ah, oh, it's unreal. So anyway, I just came across that, so I wanted to uh, get that out of the way. It kind of sets us up for everything else that's going on. So you just mentioned Turning Point. Yeah. So Turning Point is an organization um, which is run by CNP member. We spoke about the CNP last week. Uh, Charlie Kirk, surprise, surprise. Uh. And they were holding a young conservative activists conference in tampa florida last weekend or at this weekend sorry um and outside people were photographed with swastikas and ss flags at turning point at turning point at the outside the convention place okay um the holocaust center which is just across the water from it they condemned the presence of the the protesters um, there was the, the Nazi flags and posters with anti-Semitic imagery. Uh, now, these are Turning Point USA. This was the Student Action Summit. Right. Uh, well, Turning Point is Student Action. So now they're growing the Hitler Youth. Yeah. Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk. Right. So, yeah. Um, and apparently they're, they're implementing what they call a precinct strategy. You might have to explain that to me to purge moderate Republicans on a local level. They're targeting Georgia, Florida, Michigan, and Wisconsin, surprise, surprise. Yeah, they're just going to the precincts. So it's, um, so that you know, like we have a precinct where we live, and we vote within that precinct okay. for locals. So it's like That's our what districts he's talking about. then, yeah. yeah. Okay, so back to the, the turning point thing. Uh, Trump in remarks prepared for delivery in Florida on Saturday evening, plans to tout. Now, this is what's going... We, we The last show, we went through step-by-step step what it would be like if you were... Um, if Trump were to win. Yep. We went over a couple of pieces on that. And some of the things, uh, just to... Uh, we'll revisit a little bit, not read this whole thing, but... Uh, let's say November 8th, Republicans regain control of the U.S. House and Senate midterm elections deal a serious blow to Democrats and President Biden. Uh, Mitch McConnell set to become state majority leader. Speaker McCarthy ends up uh, ends the committee to investigate January 6th, which is automatic. McConnell vows not to consider any President Biden's nominees, which is <laughs> it's not really all that unusual. Uh, McCarthy strips Omar Swalwell and Schiff of committee assignments. These are these are the things that will happen, <laughs> guaranteed, no doubt about it, if Trump wins re-election. U.S. House passes federal ban, abortion ban. The bill will now head to the Senate, but McConnell says that he will not take up the bill because he doesn't have to. But those are the types of things. And then uh, toward the end of this piece, Supreme Court upholds Republican state legislature's action to override the popular vote and swing outcome. Ron DeSantis wins the Electoral College in the U.S. Ron DeSantis, uh, of course, he wins the um, Electoral College because of the gerrymandering. He would have lost the popular vote, actually lost the electoral vote, but then states come back that have realigned 
uh, in, in places where the local uh, legislatures have taken control over who decides. So Biden, if, if it's Biden or whoever it is, if it's Biden, Biden actually wins, but then they go for a revote and a recount in those obvious states, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, and the legislators change their mind. They change and, their mind. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And then Ron DeSantis wins as president. He's sworn in. Now, the only difference on this is they say DeSantis. Now, if Trump wins, there's a little thing that they started doing before he left called Schedule F. Yep. You may, you probably haven't heard about Schedule F. But basically, it's an executive order, and it calls on Congress to give the president more power to fire federal employees, according to uh, excerpts obtained by Axios. Now, this is all started by uh, a piece by Jonathan Swan. It's rather lengthy, so I'm, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, but this is all a result of uh, a piece written by Jonathan Swan in Axios, and it is fantastic. So uh, they type into Axios. You don't have to pay anything. Just go in, and you can, you can read the piece. Uh, the former president's new blitz against federal employees allows a plan that they had started, which, again, is called Schedule F, revealing that his allies' plans to make the issue a centerpiece if he wins a second term. Why it matters? By directly scheduling uh, Schedule F or raising Schedule F, Trump is amplifying the outside to outside allies to uh, allies to purge career civil service people. In other words, career civil service people will be fired, and Trump's allies will be installed. Typically. When you have these career civil service people, and there's some 50,000 of them, um, typically they go across administration to administration to administration. They're just doing a job. They're just good at their job, and mostly not, they're nonpartisan. Yeah. So, but Trump's Schedule F, he comes in, does an executive order, which he did before. He did this before, and Biden rescinded it when he came back into office. The key is to drain the swamp. We need to fire the swamp, Trump plans to tell in Tampa Bay, according to the excerpts. In the speech, Trump will say that he wants new presidential powers to ensure that uh, any bureaucrat who is corrupt, incompetent, or unnecessary can be told you're fired. Now, let's do this in Trump's speech. Ensure that any bureaucrat who is corrupt, incompetent, or unnecessary, that means they're not loyal to me. Yep. And that's what he wants. He wants everybody in the government to be loyal to him. Resonates with Russia. So Schedule F, which is repealed by President Biden, as I said, on the second day in office, was virtually unknown to the general public. Now, Trump is trying to turn it into a key applause line as speculation rises that he will announce in 2024 run. I still, and I stand by it, I don't think he's going to run. 
I think he's going to announce. I think he's going to collect money. And in the end, he's not going to run. That's my prediction. The guy can't stand to lose. He doesn't want to lose. He can't lose. He's if got he, too much uh, to and, lose. But he's, he's also a coward. And if he has any inclination that he's going to lose, then he's going to back out for some medical. Well, it probably won't be that because he can't stand that either, saying that he's not fit. Yeah. So between the lines, Schedule F, which was repealed by President Biden, uh, now Trump is trying to turn it into a key applause line. The context is Trump's top allies are preparing to radically reshape the federal government if it is reelected. So that's what you have to look forward to if Trump is reelected. They plan to purge potentially thousands of civil servants and fill career posts with loyalists to him. Another expert from the uh, or excerpt from the speech reads, with Schedule F, I took executive action to make it possible to fire federal employees who are bypassing our democracy to advance wokeism and corruption. Oh, that's just rubbish. You know, how does wokeism become a bad word? Because they made it a bad word. Because you, you know what's... The, that just that just means you know what's going on. That just means that you 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 favor human rights. That's wokeism, allegedly. Um, we now need Congress to institute historic reforms to permanently empower the president to root out the deep state. So, after that comes the Constitutional Convention. So for those of you who don't know, the Constitutional Convention is when changes or amendments can be made to the Constitution. So much like Putin did in Russia, read up anything that comes out of Russia. Um, Rachel Maddow, blowing up. Um, Orban, more recently in Hungary, they changed their constitutions so that they could remain in power. Notably, Hungary is where the conservatives held their PAC conference this summer, at which Viktor Orban was invited to speak. He also made a further speech this weekend, um, and in that speech he said, let me see if I can remember this verbatim, Europe is not for mixed white people, Europe is for white people only. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, so if you allow the Republican Party to win control of the state legislatures to the degree that they control 34 out of 50 of them, then you need to know that that's the exact number of state legislators they need to control to unleash the Constitutional Convention upon everybody else. Then it goes to the House, then it goes to the Senate, then it goes to the states. But they've already rumbled the states with their Turning Point students and various other people. You'll have the Hitler Youth in there. You'll have the older Hitler people in there. And so they'll be able to change and make amendments. So will. all of you listening understand the fact, um, I know you understand the fact, that they're trying to 
control the state legislatures. And this is one item that people have not brought up as to why. And this is their secret as to why. Because they're going to call a constitutional uh, convention. They need 34 states. Not sure how many they control. But they need 34 states, right? 34? I think it's 34. So 34 states to agree to this constitutional convention, and then Trump can do whatever he wants to do if they take the House and the Senate. If we take the Senate, eh, that's not going to happen. But uh, if they this take the House and the Senate, so important. it's very important. Because these guys are going to, t- not only are they going to overturn, if it's close enough, they're going to overturn state by state of those swing states, those five or six swing states, because they've already gerrymandered the legislators. Yep. And so they've they've made the and the the voting act that that SCOTUS refused to hear the case. But will hear after the midterms. She's allowed certain states to carry on doing their votes the way they gerrymandered them until the case is heard, which comes after the midterms. Who's she? SCOTUS. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, We'll see. They've already shown their colors on... Well, we know exactly what they're up to. Right. But they do need 34 states, and they need 34 states who are controlled by Republicans and enough Republicans that are crazy enough to do that. And then, at that point, Trump can just start running through the Constitution like it's nothing. And he will. And he will. If he's given the opportunity, you bet your ass he will. No question about it. And Bannon is just going nuts over all this. So he's celebrating. The guy just, he just got convicted. Two counts. He does not care. He's lawless. Yeah. He's going to jail. I hope so. I don't know how long, but he's going to jail. He's a threat to national security. He is. He is the the threat to national security. So this came out today on his, uh, and I'll play the clip for you. But this came out today that Bannon uh, celebrates a report on Trump's plan for deconstructing the government, which is what we're talking about, Schedule F. So now, I mean, just all of a sudden, all of this is coming. We we never heard. We we may have had a blurb of Schedule F when Trump actually did it. But there was so much other stuff going on, which Trump's the best at, of having 97,000 things going on in this one little Schedule F. What's that? Oh, wait, we're worried about you overthrowing the government. Schedule F? Ah. Well, Schedule F is now a big deal, and they're touting it. I mean, big time. It's an ongoing coup in plain sight. Bannon is hell-bent and intent on overthrowing the government of the United States of America. Well, he was also uh, seeming seemingly in high spirits on Monday, despite facing jail time over his uh, recent conviction. Um, the former campaign manager and White House advisor to President Donald Trump boasted of a uh, uh, Jonathan Swan's article detailing Trump and its allies' plans to purge the federal government, and they laughed about that. You'll hear it in the clip. And install loyalists should Trump retake power in, in 2025. And he says, <clears throat> excuse me, he says, We're going to have a one-hour special 
on the Jonathan Swan Axios article, you know it got to them. Oh, definitely. Bannon boasted on his War Room podcast after the jovial conversations on the topic with Steve Cortez, another form, uh, former Trump campaign advisor. I want everybody to understand deeply exactly what we're doing here, okay? Because you're going to be part of it, Bannon added. And particularly wanted people stepping forward say, hey, I want to be one of those 4,000 shock troops. They're calling them shock troops. There's the operative words. The militia has been named. Shock troops. Okay, we'll listen to We're talking about a Republican democracy because essentially we have taken on the model of really Davos and the Chinese Communist Party of an authoritarian state, undemocratic, with institutions that are not democratic, and state capitalism. Now, how do you combat that? You combat that by deconstructing. You have to take it apart, brick by brick. You know, Steve, uh, it gets my deplorable blood going on a Monday morning to hear Jonathan Swan talk about a purge, a purge of the administrative state. Now, of course, he means that to be an expose and to be a hit on our movement. We take it exactly the opposite and wear it as a badge of honor. And it tells me that, yes, uh, Jonathan Swan recognizes that there is a plan in place that this second Trump term is going to be far more consequential than the first one. And the first one was quite consequential. Article three, I'm going to get um, Mike, and we're going to have a one-hour special on the Jonathan Swan Axios articles. I want everybody to understand deeply exactly what we're doing here, okay, exactly what's going on, because you're going to be a part of it. And particularly want people to come and step in forward and say, hey, I, I, I want to be one of those 4,000 shock troops. Or there's going to be lots of other opportunities, lots of other opportunities. Drop the phrase, drain the swamp. This is beyond that. This is taking on and defeating and deconstructing the administrative state. We're going to do that. And we're going to get a one-hour special on the Jonathan Swan Axios and get some people on here who can talk about it. And, of course, uh, Mike Davis also over the weekend. So Steve Bannon has revealed that he's having a one-hour special to train 4,000 shock troops for deconstructing the government. I hope that's evidence enough for the DOJ, the NSA, the FBI, and whichever other law enforcement firm would like to look into him. I don't know how he's still out. I, I mean, he, he, should be, he should be behind bars anyway. He should never have been allowed out after the case. I mean, that he... he his case came up last year, and he was allowed out until July. And then he fought it and fought it and fought it. Fortunately, the judge wasn't having it. Why he's allowed out for sentencing, I do not know. But now we have to wait until October. Well, just the reason we're going through all this, because we want you to understand how dangerous this man is. And he is touting it, and he's doing it loud, and nobody's holding him responsible. None. So as long as you have a loose cannon like that, and Trump, wins <clears throat> death to us all he also said well you heard it there's going to be lots of other opportunities uh you know drain the swamp is the thing now they are the swamp but they are. <laughs> yeah yeah i know uh trump in theory could fire tens of thousands of career government officials these are people that have been have been there for a long long time and they know exactly what they're doing now, are they all perfect? No, I'm sure they're not all perfect. 
But that's not what this is about. No, this is this about is not about them whether out. they can take their job or not and causing chaos or do their job or not. Yeah, that's not about that. In fact, there was one comment that um, you can't, you can't, or you can you can teach somebody policy, but you can't teach loyalty. That's their new thing. That's so they don't thing. care if you know the policy. They don't care if you know the Constitution. They don't know anything. Bob, okay, you're going to be in this position over here, but I don't know anything about it. It's okay, Bob. We'll teach you that. Just be loyal. Exactly. Sure. And there you have the United States of the Republic of a Dictatorship. Just as an aside to that, I should mention that NPR this week have um, been reporting that vote deniers, the uh, people that have denied the vote from 2020, are going door to door. Um, and they're doing it quite intimidating, in, a, in an intimidating manner. Um, basically what they do, they come to your front door, they tell you they're working off the city voter list. One lady in Colorado said they came to her door, two men. They wanted to know whether she cast her ballot in person or by mail, how many times she voted, <laughs> who she voted for, who she supported. It's none of your fucking business. How do you know that it hasn't changed, she said. Mrs. Garcia told them she didn't talk about her politics, at which point they tried to push her to give, her an, ans to give an answer. She said they were very intimidating. There is no law that states you or anyone else has to tell anyone who you voted for. Come to my door, please. It's none of their business. And in doing what they're doing, these people are also pushing misinformation right in your face. Of course they are. And that on your doorstep. Of course they are. Come to mine, baby. It's trespassing. Yeah, I'll give money a fool. We have a, quite an extensive sign on our front door, courtesy of the Scott. Um, it was working quite well. Yeah, so far. <laughs> if you're selling anything, essentially, it's, it's, it's a list. But if you're selling anything, we'll call you. Yeah. So don't knock on the door. <laughs> so everybody that's... Um, concerned about the DOJ and whether they're investigating or not. And that's, you know, it's typical, the DOJ. I know in in this day and age and what we've had to go through with Trump and and uh, all the Nazis, it, we want answers right now. We just want accountability. But the DOJ has never, I don't care who it was, has never come out and talked about a case. Um, as they're doing it. So now, uh, Mark Short, who is uh, Mike Pence's uh, right-hand man, he just went before the grand jury. Cool. So DOJ's got a grand jury gone on whatever. I don't know what it is, but Mark Short is, he's been, he's that been there to That could be the case of the, um, the uh, slate of electors, though. <clears throat> Because they tried to get him to pass the false slate to Vice President Pence. Well, I don't care what it is. They've got him before a grand jury. I like that. Um, let's see what it says. Former Chief of Staff to Vice President Mike Pence appeared last week before a federal grand jury. 
investigating the oh that was a different color didn't print oh no uh not to pull up the story investigating well it's on u.s capitol so obviously it's the insurrection on u.s capitol uh sources familiar with the matter told abc news mark short was caught by an abc news camera departing dc district court on friday alongside emmett flood former trump attorney uh, let's see what else it says here Short would be the highest-ranking Trump White House official known to have appeared before a grand jury. Short declined to comment, of course, to ABC News. His attorney did not immediately respond, of course. And a spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office, of course, did not comment. In March, the Department of Justice... uh, started looking into the events of Jan 6 to include preparations for the rally that preceded the storming of the Capitol, as we all know. So this is, I think that's probably where that was going with Mark Short. Okay, so changing the subject, talking about change. Climate change. It's been happening since the world began. Human-caused climate change, however, started with the Industrial Revolution, which was anywhere between 1760 to 1840, depending on which part of the world you live. Politicians have failed to do enough to combat it. The only real change was the successful global joint action to stop the ozone from getting worse. Um, remember way back when they were going on about the ozone having a big hole in it and it was really dangerous Yep. so the scientists discovered that chlorofluorocarbons were bad for the ozone countries believed them and the Montreal Agreement was signed in 1987 CFC use fell by 99.7% leading to the stabilization of the ozone layer Mm -hmm. and nothing's been done since this last week alone, we've had... That's because when something like that happens and it's working, but then we then we go right back to doing yeah, the same things just later on. all about it. Yeah. So last week alone, we've seen record temperatures across several continents. Europe, USA, China all had or are still trying to contain wildfires. Meanwhile, Australia's seen floods of epic proportions. London had 104 degrees. I mean, that's never happened in my lifetime. And most don't have air conditioning. No, 95% 95 of people in the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. their houses are built to keep the heat in. Keep the heat in, yeah. And they don't have AC. So, you know, they reckon that a lot of people will have become ill and probably died. They're, They're expecting an excess of deaths from that one. So, people, this is our problem. We made it, and we have to vote only for politicians who are going to do something about it. And that doesn't mean the Greens in America. You can only vote one way or the other in America for the next two years, and that has to be a non-Republican. So there. No, it has to be a Democrat. A non, any, any non-Republican if you spread it out, that's not going to work. So 
Anyway, I digressed. There is a uh, a site on the um, a page on the NA NASA uh, heatwave. <laughs> NASA have heatwave maps from. Try that again. Go for it. NASA have heatwave maps from June 1976 and they verse them up with June 2022. They are really scary things to look at. Oh, I know. When you look at those maps, you see how bad it is. Yep. So, yeah. I personally think we're past that point. Oh, we're we're living it already. Yeah. That's that's not to say... and, And, yeah. I've had this discussion so many times for the last 15 years when I was on the air. And, it, you know, it's, well, it's not man-made. It's happened over, year, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. That's true. We added to it. Yeah. But the people that are saying that are the people that believe that the earth is only like 5,000 years old. And it's flat. But yet they go back and say, oh, it's 100,000 years. It's been going on. It's been going on and blah, blah, blah. The difference is, Bucky, the difference is we weren't there. They always go, well, it'll recover. It always has. It'll always recover. Yeah. As long as there's no hindrance, it'll recover just like always. And it will recover when we're gone. Yeah. The Earth's not in danger. What's in danger is our capability of living on it. <laughs> the Earth is going to be the Earth. If, if we destroy the Earth, I guarantee you, in however long it takes, it will be back in all of its glory. Just without us. Just without us. Which it would probably prefer that, to okay. be without us. So, I've got... Uh... Because we've done some really scary shit over the last few weeks. Um, before you go to that, let me go to this. Okay. Okay. Because this this falls in line, and then we'll finish up with your with okay. your thing. Okay. So talking about Gen Six Committee, I I, uh, I subscribe to pretty much every right wing. And it, uh, I subscribe pretty much to every crazy right wing thing, and. Just so I know what's up. Most of the time I look at it for about 30 seconds and then I click delete. But since we were talking about the Jan 6 committee, uh, GOP, GOP USA today, the Jan 6 obsession claims another victim. Another victim. What? Did another cop die? Oh, obsession. Jan 6 obsession. With their, I quote, with their unrelenting witch hunt and their bogus committee hearings and prosecutions, the Democrats and their supporters in the Democrat uh, Department of Justice, the establishment wing of the Republican Party, and the corrupt mainstream news media have triggered another January 6th protester to take his life. <clears throat> well, you know, that's really sad to hear. It is sad. Breaking my heart. But it's got nothing to do with 
the January 6th committee had he not been there. And none of these assholes have, have even acknowledged the cops that have been killed. Um, last week, Mark Angst, or Angst of South Williamsport, PA, committed suicide, according to the coroner. Angst, a gas field well service technician, uh, traveled to Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021 to attend the Stop the Steal rally organized by supporters of President Donald Trump. Well, at least they admit that. After the rally, Anks joined thousands of others into marching into the U.S. Capitol. People, the Capitol was closed. They'll say, well, you know, they just let it. It was closed. It was off limits to everyone. It was off limits to the Scott. It was off limits to me. It was off limits to you. Because, they broke into it. Because of the pandemic. I don't care if you walked in the door behind them or not. You're guilty. That's it. Did you break something? Okay, you didn't. Why did you go in? Seriously, why did you go in? Did you go in to look at the pictures? I mean, you can see that on almost any given day, normally, until you assholes came along. So why? So he attended the Stop the Steal rally organized by supporters of Trump. He did not attack any police officers or engage in any violence. He did not destroy or damage any property in the U.S. Capitol. First of all, how do you know? You don't even watch the films. Anks entered the building twice and walked around along with co-defendant Tammy Bronsberg. Anks took images and uh, videos on a cell phone, according to federal prosecutors. He committed the misdemeanor crime of parading or demonstrating inside a restricted building. Okay. So you do the crime. I would be arrested as well. You do the crime. Yeah. You take the time. Yep. Or pay the fine. That's right. So they they pled guilty uh, to this misdemeanor after three other charges were dismissed. He was scheduled to be sentenced on September 27th by U.S. District Court Judge Reggie Walton, faced the possibility of six months in prison and a fine of $5,000. So he killed himself over that. Oh, I suspect there's probably more oh, to him think? killing himself. Well, the fact that, that he was even there, that puts him in a deranged state. So in his obituary, Angst was described as loyal, dedicated man who loved his daughter and any time they spent time together as, boy, that was poorly written, as she was truly his world. He was survived by his mother, three siblings, his daughter, who was experiencing her first child. The only thing missing here is he was a quiet man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's sad to hear when anything so anyway. passed, but... Yeah, no, I mean... The, but, the GOP uh, using a person who obviously has a mental health problem mm-hmm. to accuse anyone of killing is ridiculous. Well, as of several weeks ago, 855 Trump supporters, according to this piece, have been arrested by the U.S. Department of Justice officials for their involvement in the activities of January 6, 2021. Of that group, 300 have pleaded guilty to criminal conduct and 80 have been imprisoned. 
Many of those prisoners have not been convicted in court and have been denied their basic due process of right. Oh, that's a load oh. of rubbish. Well, these you didn't hear anybody yell out when SCOTUS eliminated Miranda rights. Miranda rights, yep. Yeah. Yep. Tough crap, huh? These prisoners have also made disturbing reports of mistreatment, assault, and the denial of basic human rights, such as medical care. <laughs> that's untrue as well. Oh, that's funny. That is funny, given what they did to the kids down on the border. Uh, their prison accommodations have been described as a D.C. gulag. I find that hard to believe. Uh, this travesty of justice must be must end. Republicans in Congress must demand this tyrannical persecution of the participants in the January 6th protests. Do you notice the language, though? You've, you've mm-hmm. got to pick out words sure. like tyrannical. Mm-hmm. Because these are words that are usually used when we refer to places like Myanmar, Russia, China, um, Libya, when Gaddafi was there. And they're trying to make out and they're trying to plant the seed firmly in your brain that the current administration is tyrannical when it is actually the opposite. Tyrannical is what you will end up with if the Republicans take over the House and the Senate. Well, Marge uh, had something to say. Uh, Pawns to dangle. The defendants are pawns to dangle. To show if you can cross a certain line, you're going to be used. You cross the line. Nobody else. Everybody that went into the building that day knew they were not supposed to be in that building that day. Everyone. There's not one of them that thought, oh, well, you know, it's our house. We can, we can go in. Well, they may have thought that. But they all knew they were not supposed to be in that building on that day closed for covid they did not even have a permit to protest at the capitol nope they did they denied they were denied a permit so they go on to say the january 6th protesters are being treated worse than terrorists at gitmo or antifa hooligans there's no such thing as antifa (laughs) there's always antifa and as far as i'm concerned anybody that does not uphold the constitution and call themselves an American citizen should and and go about and and essentially behave like terrorists. They should go to Gitmo. Get serious with these people. Well, they uh, they always bring up the uh, you know in Seattle and everything was going on up there. Five hundred seventy four violent riots in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd. This is nothing like protesting the murder of a black man. This is not what you're doing. You're trying to overthrow the United States government. So get yourself a butt plug and enjoy the rest of your life. Okay, so as I said, there's been so much. There's so, like Joe said, you know, there's like 60 million news stories flying around at the same time because they're all all the the, um, Republican. Nazi type agencies are working together to cause as much chaos as possible so things do fly under the radar, such as Schedule F. So, anyway, good news story this week. Yeah. And it brought a tear to my eye, to be honest. Oh, my. 
Bo Jackson, mm-hmm. one of the greatest athletes ever, played Kansas, played for Kansas City Royals and the Oakland Raiders, which mm-hmm. is really unusual. Mm-hmm. Paid for the funerals of the victims of the Uvalde shootings. I think that's awesome. That just sparked warmth in my heart and restores my faith in. And human you know, nature. Bo Jackson was—he was like he—he he exuded that. He's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Had he not had hip problems from football, he's the, he's the only person to ever uh, make an all-star as, as in baseball and in football. Wow. In the NFL and Major League Baseball. The guy is six foot one, two thirty. That's a big boy running the ball. Ran a four one. Wow. I mean, when you run four twos in the combine now, you're like a speed demon. Guy ran a four one. Wow. He he could he could do everything. He he was one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen, if not the greatest. But what kind man? But he had uh I think he had his hip was degenerative or something like that. What he had a replacement, shame. but it, he had a replacement, but he couldn't do the same thing. So. Oh, what a really kind <clears throat> man, and what a lovely thing to do for those families. Absolutely. We don't have any immediate Gen 6 hearings ahead. I guess it's going to be September now. I wonder how many people are like me thinking and hoping that they'll come up with a surprise one like they've done before. Oh, they could, yeah. I just think I think they're taking August off because the house is off for August. No, they're working. They've got so much more new information. They're still sifting through it and yeah. working on it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. They're keeping the momentum going. So pay attention. Keep your eyes open. Um, all this stuff, uh, the stuff we went over today, most people did not know about Schedule F. No. And, uh, if you did, kudos. That's awesome. But we cannot let this happen. We can't let this happen. This is the reason that we're doing a podcast. I was on the radio for 20 years. I don't need good feelings for putting a mic in front of my face. <laughs> this is this is important stuff. So um, pay attention. And if you have if you have any ideas that you want us that you know maybe we're not talking about something you want, um, we are getting more and more listeners. Uh, every single day so and we're seeing comments and thank you for the comments yes, thank you for the, the lovely comments and uh we'll um uh say hello to c yes our friend on hi c hi c hi c i hope you're keeping well uh good twitter friend and so she uh gave us some nice kudos on that so tell your friends uh, if you enjoy listening to us. Tell our, tell your friends and let's uh, let's get the message out and we'll do our our little bit that we can. So until next week, adios. Adios.